Here's a thought I'll title, The Eight-Foot Mona Lisa. Last week I was in Asheville, North Carolina, where the Biltmore House is, and I'd never been to the Biltmore House. Went there to view it, fantastic, beautiful, loved it, it was great. Those of you who have been there, you know it's great. But they also had, simultaneously there in another building, a thing they called the Italian Renaissance Alive Exhibition. So I went. And it was one of the strangest art experiences of my life. And indulge me just a minute if I can describe this for you, because it it was just... Well, it set me to thinking about so many things. First, the the exhibition was divided into two halves. There was one room that was fairly large and was the multimedia presentation that must have had, I I didn't count, but I'll bet there were 40 giant wall-sized screens and 40 independent digital projectors, each showing slides of parts of paintings, whole paintings, a little bit of text. It was literally a bombarding montage of images, fade-ins, fade-outs, zooms moving. And the weirdest part of all was that they made the paintings move. So here was a a very famous painting, you know, maybe uh, the Venus by Botticelli or something, and the woman was blinking. (laughs) And I thought, but it's a painting. She doesn't blink. But yet in this presentation, hence the Italian Renaissance Alive, I think, the title of it, hence they made these people in the paintings either blink or they're moving their finger or they're moving their arm or they're smiling or whatever. And I thought, isn't that just typical of our generation of art consumers is we've got to have video. It's got to be alive. If it's not YouTube, if it's not Hollywood movies, if it's not streaming, it's not worth looking at. Somehow the people who put this display together decided that that was how they were going to engage people in paintings, in Renaissance paintings, is bring them to life and make them move. And it wasn't just panning and zooming and those kinds of things. It was literally animating the subjects in the painting so that they had cartoonish-like movements. Some of them had weather where the clouds were moving and the birds were flying or the rain was coming down. And I just thought, this is this is silly. This is pandering. This, this is absurd. Now, maybe people love it and maybe that's why they do it is so they can sell tickets and make money. But in terms of the artwork, it was absurd. I I thought it was just laughably silly. But obviously, I must be the only one because everybody else seemed to be enjoying themselves tremendously. But after a while, I I, I just thought, this is ridiculous. And I walked out and went across the hall to the other half of the presentation, which was equally absurd and equally silly because... Basically, it was posters of famous paintings. And, you know, if I wanted to see a poster, or as far as that goes, a book, I'd look at a poster or a book. But that's what they had. Obviously, they couldn't gather all these great famous paintings together in one place. I guess that's what museums do, but not a place like the Biltmore House. Anyway, 
they had essentially posters. And with the posters, they had a little bit of text underneath so that you could read a little bit about the painting. And I thought, well, if I wanted to do that instead of standing here in this, you know, looking at this silly poster, I would just buy a book and sit down and read it in the comfort of my home. But of course, the big difference between uh, uh, reading a book and looking at an exhibition is scale. So that's what they did. They scaled everything up. There was an eight-foot poster of the Mona Lisa, but the Mona Lisa is not eight feet big. It's 20 inches by 30 inches, so they made it like (laughs) twice as big as it really is. Why do we need to see the Mona Lisa twice as big? Again, that's pandering to today's audience. Wouldn't be good enough to show you the Mona Lisa life-size and Maybe if it was Guernica and you saw it life-size, that might be okay because that's huge. It's, I can't remember, 10 or 12 feet long or 30 feet long or whatever the heck it is. That might make sense. But to make the Mona Lisa bigger than it is and put it on a poster just seemed silly to me. And I found myself wondering how I would respond being a photographer how I would respond if I went to an exhibition at the Art Institute of Chicago, and instead of showing me original photographs, what if they had an eight-foot-tall poster of Pepper Number 30 or a 12-foot-wide poster of Clearing Winter Storm in Yosemite or some such thing? It would be ridiculous, but I guess... The people who know how to entertain the public thought this was a great idea. I walked out of the display just laughing my head off, thinking how absolutely silly all this was. But I guess that's the world we live in, and I find that a little disappointing. Copyright 2023, Lenswork Publishing.